my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. That's, whoa. Uh, that's Psalm 73, 26. Proverbs 16, 31. I love this one. Gray hair is a crown of splendor. <laughs> I circled that right away. And then Psalm 71, 9. Do not cast me away when I'm old. Do not forsake me when my strength is gone. Well, obviously, aging is not only a concern and a topic for discussion in our times, but it was on the minds of biblical writers, too. Um, We've all heard it said, or variations thereof, getting old ain't for sissies. Haven't you heard that lots of times? Or getting old is the pits. Or getting old is a privilege. Getting old is better than the alternative. I like that one. Um, Lest you feel like checking out for this talk just because you aren't old, or you are certainly much younger than I, and it won't have much relevance for you, I say that this talk is about getting any age and how we're able to see that God is the author of it all. At any age, and whatever the circumstance, he is the beginning and the middle and the end of our story. And we have a task all those times, and that is to glorify him. I think sometimes life is pretty hard and scary and disappointing and stressful and lots of other adjectives that I'm sure are going through your mind right now. And the situations can be big, or they can be small, but they still produce the stress. This sounds small, but I can still remember being really stressed in the sixth grade over a report because it was a group project, and I was the only one in the group that really cared about it. But I wanted to get a good grade, and so it just like killed me to that nobody cared that, you know, they were going to do other things and stuff. Sixth graders, you know what they're like, but man, I remember losing sleep over that one. Having zits all over your face when you're in high school, that can be extremely um, traumatic as well as am I popular or why am I not popular leaving home for the first time? That was like (sighs) difficult for me. But then bigger problems loom, like being in a family in which you have little security or love, raising children, that's scary, fraught with heartache at times, we all know, most of us, taking care of elderly parents or being the elderly parent, living on the street, being totally dependent on meds to keep you going, you all could fill in the blanks with so much more of the stresses that have been in your life. Jesus told us in the Bible, we will have troubles in this world, but he has, has overcome the world. Well, I just always want to be in his corner. I wish all of us could think more often that life is indeed astoundingly wonderful. And we think that sometimes. We really do. But not everyone can see it that way, I understand. But I know for sure that God is the author of our stories, whatever age we are. And I know that God is good. Now, this is interesting that I'm quoting this because we already heard 
Marie read this, I believe, unless I wasn't paying attention, but God must want us to hear it again. Part of Matthew 6, 34 says, be not anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. But it does seem as I age, I think about my future a lot more than I used to, which here on earth anyway is ticking away, it seems like. I think about things like, you know, what plan, what does God really have for me to do still? And what's going to happen if, that big old fat if, and then there's lots of things I think about. I am going to talk about getting older at any age, but to me that's not a depressing thought, nor I don't think that God wanted it to be. As we get older, we all know, we lose abilities and capabilities, and it it happens when we're not old. I mean, sometimes just um, illness or accident or wear and tear. Our uh, daughter called me a few summers ago, I remember really well, and she says, Mom, I'm getting old. I need glasses to see up close, and my joint hurt, and I have a ton of wrinkles. Well, she's only 45 right now, but she, she could see, you know, it happens. And maybe you don't think it when you're 10, you just want to be older then, but I don't know. It's, it's not so much losing our youth as it just slips through our rheumatoid fingers. I know I can't do things as well as I used to do. I'm not as strong, that is for sure. And I'm not capable of going, going, going. Now it's only going, going. And then it'll be going, (laughs) I guess. Uh, When we see magazines, when I see magazine articles and news and watch TV and the ads and everything, youth, there is no doubt in this country, youth is glorified. You know, it can make older people feel discouraged. And it's easy unknowingly to make older people feel that way by our words or by our demeanor. The bottom line is things are not like they used to be. We have a fear of change and then pride with a capital P sneaks in. We want to be independent. We want to be young and non-saggy. I really like that one. Not all pride though. I I think not all pride is God displeasing. Pride in things we've accomplished for him Um, that we give him credit for is different than the pride we have in ourselves and our abilities and how hard we've worked and we do this and we do that. But it is as if any ability comes from anywhere by the hand of God, that's for sure, who enables us. We're not ready to accept help because it makes us look weak. And that isn't just older people. They're... Lots of people don't want to. I can think of one. I Well, he is older, but I, I can think of one that I live with. Or we fear change because deep down, we don't really believe that God is going to take care of us or take care of our loved ones. And that's a thought on people's minds as they get older. They think, well, what's going to happen to my family if I'm gone? And what if? And what if? And we start going off that way. Really, our comfort zone is being highly disrupted as we get older. 
<laughs> you know, but that is sin, pure and simple. It doesn't make us bad people to say that we're prideful, but we need to see it. We need to acknowledge it and um, confess it and then repent. And it's, we might have to do that lots of times. I have. Well, as I said, I know God does not want us to fear and dread things to come. Okay, sorry. I've got to get a drink of water. This doesn't have anything to do with getting old. It's always been this way. And it's really bad when you're talking into a mic. Um, okay, he doesn't want us to fear and dread things coming up. You know, it's it's certainly not depressing to think about um, Christmas coming and to anticipate it and all the the fun and the celebration and the beautiful lights and the fun of giving presents and the knowledge of why we celebrate Christmas. And uh, I, lots of times during Advent, you know, I, I anticipate Christmas and I think about, you know, how can I be more mindful of Christ during that time? But it's just a great time. And then comes Christmas morning, and we get to celebrate the most amazing and wonderful gift of all, Jesus, who came to save us. Getting older is not something to lament over at any age for any circumstances, because we have a life with Jesus to look forward to out there. It doesn't matter what age you are. We have a life with Christ to look forward to. And then we have heaven to look forward to. So let's look forward to it. I read us. Um, I read a Sabbath prayer last week in one of my devotions and it said, days pass, years vanish. We walk sightless among miracles. Let's not be sightless in our getting older stress. Life is full of God's presence and his interactions with us. And I know that God has work for us to do, God-glorifying tasks. Um, something I've always done, I've always noticed the verses in the Bible that refer to getting older, and there are a lot of them. And I did that even before I started getting gray hair. And that was like 35, you know, so I guess I identified with them or something. And uh, I wrote them on the last sheet of paper in my Bible. Uh, Psalm 92, 14 says, they, that's the righteous Jesus made us so, will still bear fruit even into old age. If that's true, then there really aren't a lot, you can't use your age necessarily as an excuse for turning down something that someone's asked you to do. You might have to do it differently or something like that, but I've heard this before. Well, I did that when I was young and I'm I'm too old now. And, you know, I mean, they rest on their laurels, I guess it would be, of the stuff that they used to do. And I'm too, I'm too old. I get tired easily. And, oh, younger people can do that. I mean, there's lots of younger people around. No, it's if we get asked to do something, it's okay. Even if we are older, God has tasks for us. Um. Deuteronomy 33.25 declares, your strength will equal, will equal your days. Well, that's cool. I, I rest in that one. God was speaking to the tribe of Asher here, but I'll take that for me too. That maybe, maybe it means the strength of our faith. I don't know. I love um, Isaiah 46.4. 
even to your old age and gray hairs. I am he, and I am he who will sustain you. And what more could we ask? And then going on to 2 Corinthians 4, 16 and 17. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our bodies are wasting away especially some parts. I could really relate to that. Um, inwardly, we're being renewed day by day for the light and the momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that outweighs them all. Paul was speaking to the Corinthians and he was talking about being perplexed, but not in despair and struck down, but not destroyed. Not to Paul's degree, but I can identify with the whole concept of being inwardly renewed, but outwardly things have fallen apart a little bit. And these situations don't just happen as we get older. It's life. It's life's events. And I think these words were meant to encourage young and middle-aged and older. Um, I, being, being old, or well, just being any age, I realize is a chance for us, for me, to give more grace to those people that are approaching their best buy date. You know, I hope you know that best buy on a piece of food does not mean that you're supposed to throw it out that day. That is not what it means. I learned that in soup kitchen, <laughs> uh, that it just means it's still, it's full of flavor and goodness there. Just appreciate it. Don't set it back on the shelf to waste away. And it's the same with people. We need to appreciate and honor and cherish them. Uh, we need to see the Jesus in them, celebrate their accomplishments and contributions. I rem I'm not doing it anymore, but for quite a while I was volunteering at Pinewood. That was amazing because I could sit down and talk to people that maybe they repeated themselves lots and lots of times. Didn't matter. I heard their story, and they told me the things they did. And they had a life, and they had contributions. They made contributions, and they wanted to talk about them, and I wanted to listen to them. And so when, you know, when somebody starts talking about what they used to do or when they were younger or stuff, man, Open up your ears and have a dialogue with them because it's it's the best thing we can do. We like people to listen to us about what we did. So listen to older people also. Um, oh, man, where am I? Oh, and then it's a chance for us to give older people grace, you know, no matter how frustrating they have become to us. But when you really get right down to it, shouldn't we do that for people of all ages? And we can do that whether we're young, whether we're middle-aged or old. Our job is to glorify God. And one way can, we can do that is to give people grace of any age. I know the Lord has work for us to do. How do we handle the fact that there's less and less time each day to do his work? Well, I like Mike. I like how Micah put it in um, chapter seven, verse seven. But as for me, I keep watch for the Lord. I wait in hope for God, my Savior. So, um, how do we do that? You know, and what should we center our thoughts on as time ticks by? 
for me, I am pretty willing to let God handle the scary, the hard, the depressing details of my life, like, like a ch child can trust their parent. Now, I'm not always super good at that. Maybe you are, but I'm not. And uh, some situations send me in a different direction. I'm thinking of at 3.30 this morning, I woke up, and I started going down the what-if road. That road is windy and bumpy, and it is the devil's road. I mean, it is not of God when we start going down the what-if road. Well, then I got up, because why not? I was awake, and I had my prayer time and everything, and I drove on to the Trust God Road. And, you know, that's straight and sure. It might have a bunch of fog in it, like it has been every morning, really foggy, and you think, oh, my gosh, what's up there? But we know that God is on that road. And, you know, I, I talked to my husband this morning, and he was on the what-if road <laughs> big time. And um, I talked to him about, the what if road and the trust God road. And I think, I think it helped him, helped me anyway. I said, that's what I'm going to talk about this morning. So I thought we had lots of, I thought I had lots of examples. I don't really have a game plan, a real game plan, other than trusting God's game, game plan for me. Uh, we might all be familiar with that wonderful verse from Jeremiah 29, 11. You, you could probably quote it. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I mean, wow. You should, like, put it up and we should read that every day when we think things are not going right. God is there. I, I do use my God-given brain to plan details of a day, a week, or a month ahead. But in general, what comes my way comes my way. Granted, I freak out sometimes, but I come back to where I should. What I do, that's why I wanted you to lean. I lean hard on Jesus. I mean, that's the only way to get through that is to lean on Jesus. He wants us to, and he wants us to look with hope that um, he's there. And I want to be where God is. There's no doubt about it. Another something that I read, but I can't remember where I do that. My t this is what I read. My time is marked by the Lordship of Jesus Christ. For followers of Christ, time is part of God's good creation. We can take comfort, I think, in the fact that Christ is the Lord of time, not just like the next week, the next minute or whatever, but of all time, before and now and everlasting. God's got it. Um, okay, just a minute. It really doesn't work well when I'm playing the clarinet. I said, you know, at the beginning that I wasn't going to just talk about getting older. 
although I must admit, I think about that more than I used to. But I wanted to make the point that we're all getting older. You know, we can't stop that. It just happens, right? The good thing is that God has great things planned for us wherever we are on this getting older continuum. I know he does. And it's certainly something to look forward to with anticipation. No dread, no fear, no sadness, because God is only good. So, let the evening come. This is a poem by Jane Kenyon. Let the light of the late afternoon shine through the chinks in the barn, moving up the bales as the sun moves down. Let the crickets take up chafing as a woman who picks up her needles and her yarn. Let evening come. Let dew collect on the hoe abandoned in the long grass. Let the stars appear and the moon disclose her silver horn. Let the fox go back to its sandy den. Let the winds die down. Let the shed go black inside. Let evening come. To the bottle in the ditch, to the scoop in the oats, to the air in the lung. Let evening come. Let it come as it will. And don't be afraid. God does not leave us comfortless. So let evening come. And I'd like you to pray with me. Oh, dear Lord, you don't want us to be anxious about anything, to uh, worry what's going to happen, because we know absolutely that you love us and you take care of us. And whatever part of the story you've placed us in right now, we know that you're writing it and you help us. I ask that you help us give you the honor and the glory you deserve every day through our deeds and our words and our thoughts. In Jesus' name, amen.